The Swain Event Podcast is brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. There are over 100 million pieces of litter on our beautiful Tennessee roadways, and TDOT spends $19 million a year picking it up. Join the Nobody Trashes Tennessee movement at nobodytrashestennessee.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Swain Event, SwainEvent.com, fueled by Dead End Barbecue, top 100 barbecue restaurant in America, 865-255-03. It is Friday, the best day of the week. Ben McKee. What do you do, baby? Hey, man. I am just as upset as you are. Why? How much money did you lose last night? Oh, nothing. Oh, really? Well, you, you've been on a bet against the Steelers spree of late, which, hey, I don't blame you. I'm just saying you have been on one. And then the, they've made you some money, so no. I figured with Action 247, you'd be on, on their... Betting the Vikings? No, 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 no. Did, didn't didn't bet anything, my friend. Did not bet anything. Did not bet anything. Should have. You're right, Ben. Should have. But but didn't. Did not do it. Mainly because I forgot to, to bet <laughs> on the game. That's really the, the, the real reason. But I am just as upset as you because. Oh, we got Stokes. Stokes with us. Hey, Stokes. Hey, what's up, man? Hey, Stokes. Welcome back, Stokes. What's up, Stokes? Stokes, what's up, man? What's up, what's up, what's up? There it is. There it is. Good morning, Stokes. Good morning, Stokes. Good morning, Stokes. There he is. There he is. So, I won't say I'm equally as mad as you, Ben, but I am upset because Chase Claypool. So annoying. Is making all wide receivers look bad. That's what he's doing. He's making all receivers look bad by his ignorant, selfish, dumb, clueless, in-game football intelligence. Golly, man. Golly. Yes, he was very annoying last night when he decided to stick his finger in in the face of somebody and get a penalty and then act like he didn't do anything wrong. And then at the end of the game when he – it's not even the first down thing that pissed me off the most. It's the fact that he got mad at his teammates afterwards. For For those who did not see, the Steelers were trying to – drive and, and tie the game late last night. And uh, there's probably, what, 20, 25 seconds left. And Steelers get a first down because it's Chase Claypool catch. And he gets up and does his little first down celebration when, when the Steelers are trying to hurry up and get to the line and snap the ball. And he's, he's doing his little lunge and, and extending his arm for a first down. And Trey Turner, our right guard, comes up and, like, Yanks at him, like, come on, dude, and finally get the ball spotted and snapped. And then after the ball snapped, Chase Claypool has the nerve to to get mad at his teammates. What sense does that make? You get mad at your teammates for that? Gosh, Stokes, it was just – did you see that last night, Stokes? 
honestly didn't get to watch any of the game last night. I've uh, I've been trying to to fix this computer of mine, and uh, I was working on installing a new solid state drive and all that fun stuff unsuccessfully. So I did not get to see any of the game last night, but uh, I did see some Twitter reactions, and uh, so it seemed quite comical. So stupid. Up there for idiot of the year moment. Oh, definitely. I mean, I can't blame Mike Tomlin. It, it, it definitely ain't Pittsburgh. He had already benched. He literally got benched earlier that game. After the after the little stick-the-finger-in-the-face incident on the first drive of the game, he, he was benched for the entire second quarter, I think it was. He was already benched that game. And then he comes back and does that. Mike Tomlin benched him that game, and he, was, and he still did that. You know how big of an idiot you have to be <laughs> to, to do that again? After you've already been benched in the same game? Was he like this in Notre Dame? Was he just... I I was aware of him at Notre Dame, but I didn't watch him on a week to be week to week basis to know. And look, and the 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 juju comparisons are a very simpleton take because Juju Smith Schuster has his little TikTok stuff off the field and, and his little celebrations. Juju's not getting a fifteen yard penalty for sticking his hand in the face of somebody, and he's not doing a celebration with the game on the line. Ju- juju knows when to shut it down. Yeah, he's a little extra sometimes. There's no doubt about it, but he he's not doing that. I promise you. I've watched him for four years, and he and he's never taken it to that. It's always been kind of when the when the game has stopped or after a touchdown when when he goes off. Yeah, and does his stupidity. Chase is like closer to like Antonio Brown level of of of, of idiot. I don't even think Antonio Brown does that at the end. No, I mean, Antonio Brown has better IQ, football IQ, than than that. I mean, it's a two-minute drill. You're down. You catch the ball in the middle of the football field. You're supposed to give the ball to the ref the moment you get up off the ground. This dude wanted to flex the first down signal, wasting seconds, and not giving the ball to the ref. (sighs) This is a week after he said that. He 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 thinks music could help at practice. No music music would be beneficial. Mm-hmm. He's getting on my nerves, Wayne. Doing too much. Becoming oh, really the Urosh of the Steelers. It really is, man. It was cute at first, right? Well, it was cute when he kept it like off the field and little TikTok dances before and after the game. When you're away from the practice facility, it's, it's all fun and games until you bring it to the field and, and screw something up. And somehow the Steelers still had a chance to kind of tie the game because they still would have had to get a two-point conversion. But just it is what it is. 865-255-03. Oh, man. Let's take, a, let's take our first break of the day, man. Oh, my goodness. I feel bad for you. And they fought back, man. They fought back. Because I thought the game was over, over. I did too. But they fought back. They fought back. Did a good job. I, poor Ben. The two Bens. Ben McKee, Ben Roethlisberger. Um, I, hope that, I hope that Big Ben did not retire on the plane ride home last night. I would. That O-line was getting him killed. I would. 865-255-03. 
First break of the day here on a beautiful Friday. Stay with us, be right back. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com. Hi there, Swain Event family. Are you in the market to purchase a home and a bit freaked out with the market right now? As someone who's been in your spot before, I'm familiar with what's going through your brain. And as a realtor, I've mastered the ins and outs of the buying process. When you work with me, you'll benefit from my experience, and together we'll work toward making sound, smart decisions for your future. And of course, talk a little Vol Sports along the way. Just give me a call, Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897, or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42st.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Ben McKee, Jason Swain, 
Seth Stokes is with us on a beautiful Friday. It is Friday, the best day of the week. Stokes, what you got planned for this weekend, man? Are you back on the beers? Or are you you gonna take it easy? Uh, no, I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna pick up some beer this weekend. Not sure what kind, but I'm. I, you know, I had a weekend off of the beard. It was it was nice. It was a nice little change of pace. Um, but I, I kind of want some beer this weekend, and uh, so the uh, the wife is having a, a girls only like Christmas party thing Saturday night. So I'm going to buy some beer, put it up here in my mini fridge upstairs, and uh, I'm going to hop on Xbox for for the first time in a while. Maybe dive into some Halo Infinite or something while that's going on. Is that the new new Halo that you just mentioned? Yes. I never – I was talking about this with my buddy yesterday because I've been on uh, Call of Duty and uh, playing Warzone. Shout out to Big Shot Rob, my guy. Uh, and they just dropped a new map uh, that for the people who did not buy the game could like finally Door? start playing yesterday. What's that? Like Door of the Explorer? Yeah, literally. The, a whole new map to, to play. So uh, – <laughs> One of my other buddies was telling me that uh, a new Halo dropped. I never got into Halo, mainly because I had a PlayStation growing up and it was Xbox only. But I never got yeah. into uh, to Halo. You need to get into the Call of Duty, Stokes. We we can run some duos, get some dubs. Man, I, I uh, the last Call of Duty game I played was back on on the, the Xbox 360. It was uh, the second one, uh, Modern Warfare 2, and I haven't played one since, honestly. It'd be a, a bit of a learning curve for me. Well, I hope you enjoy your uh, your beer and Halo. Sounds like a fun weekend. Maybe y'all oh, I new, will. Maybe y'all can get the new college football game when it comes out. Yeah, in two years. Two hey, years. I, I will 20, cop that in a hurry when that comes out. Yes, absolutely. I, if, if they told Stokes, how much would you be willing to pay for that? I mean, I'd be willing to pay what? Retail is well, on. I, I know, but like <laughs> sixty bucks. I know. I know. I got three kids, man. I ain't paying more. <laughs> but it, but video if game. it was like they lucky if they get that. If it was like a hundred bucks, would you get it? I might wait till it hits GameStop for a little cheaper than that. <laughs> God, I feel you. I, I like my point is like I'm so excited for that. Like if they told me it was two hundred bucks, I'd be willing to pay it. Because I would one thousand percent get two hundred bucks out of it. Oh, I I get my money's worth out of it. There's no doubt about that. It's it's uh, you know, sometimes you got to discuss larger purchases with the with the misses and make sure everything is is okay. And it it be it be difficult to justify a hundred bucks on a video game or two hundred bucks on a video Just game. Just don't tell her. Yeah, right. That that ain't smart. Hey, you gotta have a you gotta have a conference to make sure that the checking and the savings line lining up right. Let's see <laughs> what you do right. is. You take care of the check-ins and the savings, so that way she doesn't see. Mm-mm. No, You're cruising full of bruising, Ben. Well, yeah, buddy. That that, <laughs> that that got that got me in trouble in Omaha because my, I do I, I'm the one that pays the bills, um, but she like gets notifications sent to her phone when anything is paid for on our card. Mm-hmm. Like she gets notified such and such, or you you were just charged however much money. And at <laughs> in Omaha at the College World Series, Mike Wilson got me in trouble because Mike bought like two or three rounds of shots for everybody at the table. Mm. And then 
like two of our other buddies were there. They bought a round of shots, and then the other guy bought a round of shots. And it's like, all right, well, I'm the only one who hasn't bought anybody a round of shots, so I had to buy a round of shots for everybody. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to. I, I, I know I didn't have to, but I had to. <laughs> and, and then the next morning, I, I get a text. What you spend forty four dollars on last night? See what had happened. Don't let them people get you pumped up and get you in trouble, day day. Exactly. Well, I didn't. I I didn't feel like I was fulfilling my responsibilities as a man. I mean, there were, I think there were five of us, mm-hmm. and everybody had bought a round of shots, and I was the only one who had not bought a round of shots. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to. I didn't want to. I, I mean, I didn't think I was being a real man in that situation. I mean, forty four dollars. That's that's that ain't bad for a round of shots, but. Hey, don't don't let them, don't let your friends get you in trouble. <laughs> you better you better act like you that you drunk. You can't drink anymore. Oh man, I'm, well, oh, I can't drink anymore, guys. Sorry, I would buy y'all rounds, man. Well, I cannot you're do right. Forty four. I'll get y'all next time for a round, but it may not have been just one round oh, that yeah. I that I purchased. Oh yeah, you was you were showing up, but you, you deserved it, man. You worked your butt off. It was first time out there, big big time baseball trip. Tennessee in the World Series. Yeah, it is what yeah, it but is. My, my wife wasn't thinking about that when, when she sent me the text the next morning. You spent what? That's nice. Mike made me do it. Blame it on Mike. It was Mike's fault. Blame it on Mike Lowry. 865 <laughs> uh, Mike Lowry. <laughs> he said Mike Lowry. Stokes, what do you think about the Music City Bowl? I'm glad we're in a bowl. I'm glad we get 15 extra practices. I'm glad it's in – I. I say I'm glad it's in Tennessee so more Tennessee fans can go, but I know that a lot of Tennessee fans want to get out of Tennessee in the winter because it's cold and it's it's nice the farther south you get. But regardless, it's a bowl game. Tennessee was in a bowl game last year. It was a three-win football team last year, and they have a chance at eight wins this year. And so I am pumped for that. I'm pumped for what should be a really fun game against Purdue. A couple high-powered offenses going at it should be uh, should be exciting. How much does Tennessee win by Stokes? I want to say they they drag them, but the way the defense is played, I don't I don't know. I don't know, man. That's I think it's going to be a pretty close game. I think we'll be stress tweeting a little bit during the game. It's just. Um... You got players from Purdue side opting out. Listen, all I care about is Tennessee winning, but I I do mm-hmm. want to I do I I do want to see a good game. Yeah, I feel like Purdue's offense would be you know fun up against Tennessee's defense. I feel like Tennessee's offense would you know with the tempo, and I want to see how Purdue's going to be able to adjust to the tempo that Purdue's best defensive player. Maybe opting out or has opted opted out already. Um, well, they've both declared. Yeah, the the receiver David Bell and then the 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 defensive end who's a projected first round pick George Kaffa Kaffa something something. Uh, <laughs> they they've both declared, but I don't think either have announced their decision on whether or not they are going to sit out in the bowl game. I mean, so, I, w- I would if I was those guys, but... I think I would, too. I mean, it, it's a smart decision. I mean, you, you could tear an ACL in this game. Listen, Tennessee had a player just like those two dudes, and, and those players decided to, to, to sit it down. Uh, I would have no problem with that at all. Um, I think it'd be the smart thing for them to do. Yeah. I mean, I I think so. I think so as well. But 
don't know, man. College football right now, although I love the sport, is it, it's different, Stokes. It's just it is. It's just different, man. It's so different, and it's something that we all have to get used to. And you know, players deciding not not to not to play anymore to go ahead and start training for the NFL at the beginning of December is just something that we saw the beginnings of a couple of years ago. But now, like it's it's real. Now you got all these guys hitting the transfer portal. You got schools firing coaches super early because of this this uh, early signing period is is it you know next week and there's so many changes that have to be made um, in college football to kind of you know, get these things in order because it feels like it feels like chaos right now. Mm-hmm. It really do. So I still love the sport. Still love talking about the sport. Don't get me wrong, but it's just different for me right now. It's just it's just totally different. Um, it, it's it's starting to feel like the pros was hey listen I'm like I'm not someone that's gonna that's gonna say oh man I don't want to watch any more games because it feels like that. I'm still watching. I'm not complaining. It, I'm just saying it's it's just it's it ain't the same as it was last year or the year before or the year after that. So. That's that's kind of how I'm feeling about college football right now, and um, all I care about is Tennessee winning. That, that's really it. I don't care about the the matchup. I don't care about the destination. Um, mm-hmm. If you, even if it's Florida, if it's Charlotte, I I don't care. I know a lot of people wanted to want it for it to be in uh, Florida so they can go, and I understand that. Uh, it's like a vacation, and you get a chance to watch your Tennessee Volunteers compete. I get that. I respect that. But for me, I don't care because I plan to watch the game from the house anyways until things change yesterday and it looks like I'll be going to the game. Okay. <laughs> I, I was not planning on going, but it looks like I will be, will be going there for um, an event that we'll – share with the good people um, here soon. But, yeah, looks like I'll be going, Ben. Can I get a ride? No. I want to ride with you anyways. <laughs> Drive like Grandma. <laughs> grandma Ma. Those those two. Three and a half hours before we get there. Those two. That's that's fine. Still better driver. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Real D from the 423 says, I got them Valus Jones and Tamari Key PlayStation 5s for $200, Ben and Stokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, if that if that joke went over your head, Valus Jones and Tamar Key Twitter accounts were hacked, and part of the hacking, people were the hackers were offering PlayStation Fives for like two hundred dollars. If you got got, we sorry, but which people did get got? Some people got got. You should have known that a P- PS Five was gonna be two hundred dollars. Like, come on now. Yeah, right. A, you can't find them exactly b they're not gonna be 200 dollars if you can find them but those two purdue players deciding whether or not to sit out or play is is a key part of this game i think just because they are at tennessee's weaker spots in terms of of matchups and positions on the field like i don't feel good about david bell going up against the tennessee secondary without alante taylor I didn't feel good about him with exactly. or without. Exactly. <laughs> I, I didn't feel good with Elante Taylor. I sure as heck don't feel good 
without Alante Taylor. You see what old boy did from South Alabama? Did, did against us with or without Alante. Some Correct. dudes are just good. So. Yes, and then yep. the defensive end, the edge rusher Stokes. I mean, Cade Mays, and and I don't, I don't know what side of the line he primarily primarily lines up and what what have you. And they would have Dar- moved him. Dar- yes, if if they're good coaches, they would have. <laughs> they would have they would have moved him to Dane Davis' side probably. One thousand percent. And like I feel good about Darnell Wright and Cade Mays out there, but. Cade may not be out there, and, and if he's not, you're going to have Dane Davis or Jeremiah Crawford, and that's, that's not a good matchup <laughs> going against a first-round edge rusher. Evil says, Stokes sounded like Pruitt with that. I mean, I'm willing to play, I'm willing to play retail. <laughs> <laughs> I, hey, look, I, I talk how I talk. I, I can't help it. I didn't say it. I didn't say it, Stokes. <laughs> Lisa. At least I'm not Brian Kelly trying to fake something. That's right. That's right. Did you have a fun weekend with your family? <laughs> man. Sound like Forrest Gump. Oh, man. KY Vol says the fake slide will be blown dead now. They changed that rule quick, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They changed that rule quick. They didn't wait till the offseason. That's what you mentioned, man. That's what they should do. Yeah. I say unsportsmanlike penalty. You get a penalty. Because if roles will reverse, the defensive players will be getting penalty and getting ejected. No, man, quarterback, you need to get some penalties too. You need to get some penalties the, too. That's unsportsmanlike. It's like faking a slap camp. Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say, the, the problem I have with, with, with all this, like I, I watched that play a bunch because it was all over Twitter. And if, if no one had said he faked the slide, I would have thought it was just some kind of a, a, a juke, like he slowed up and then accelerated to throw the defender off. You couldn't tell. So, like, say what? You couldn't tell that was a fake slide? It, honestly, I, I kept waiting for it. Like, he didn't really – you've seen people kind of dead leg on a juke and stuff. That kind of is what that reminded me of. And, and the reason I say this is because I – if you're going to leave it up to officials who miss 60% of their calls anyways – to determine when a really athletic quarterback is faking a slide or just trying to make somebody miss. That's that's my only problem with this, is how many plays are going to be blown dead when a quarterback might not have been faking a slide. Well, Because I've seen people slow up and drag their leg, and it, it, it you know, all the little, little BBs or whatever it's called in the turf come flying up, and they weren't about to slide. I saw and it in the Kentucky game. Say what? I said I saw it in the Kentucky game from Tennessee's running back. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So like, who? who <laughs> so you're going you're going to let an official just randomly say, "Oh, it didn't look like you was flying to me." So that play stops right there. That that's that's my only problem with it. I, I don't I don't think you should be allowed to fake a slide a slide if the defender is is you know. Shoes on the other foot, and he actually does slide, and the defender hits him. Like I, I, I understand the problem with faking the slide. I totally get it, but it's going to be hard, hard to say this guy was faking a slide or this guy wasn't faking a slide. That in real time, I think that's going to be real tough on these officials. Miss a bunch of calls, anyways. Guys, I, I kind of feel a certain type of way about this rule change. Is it the right? Rule change? Yeah, sure, it's the right rule change. 
but they did it real quick. Mm-hmm. Which, they should have. It's it's dangerous. Okay, I understand that, but you change the rule within days, man. It it hasn't even been a week. It makes me think about all the other things that could be changed. And it took years for it to be changed. It took the offseason for it to be changed. The the targeting penalty is still wonky. It's all get out. Mm-hmm. So, like, yes, it needed to be changed, but it makes me think about man, all the other stuff. Like, y'all could have had a sense of urgency the same way y'all have with this rule change, but y'all decided not to. Just have that same energy with other stuff, too. If it's that big of a deal, let's start changing some rules quick, fast, in a hurry when other scenarios arise. That's all I'm saying. Well, I think the biggest difference between, like, this and a targeting or the fake injuries is that this is cut and dry. Whereas the targeting and, and the injuries, it's it's not cut and dry. Like, the, the injuries, the fake injuries are cut and dry in, in the sense of we need to get it out of the game, but it's not cut and dry as to what the solution should be and, and kind of what the penalty or or what should happen if if somebody has to leave the game due to injury? I mean, is it is it three plays that they have to miss? Who's going to monitor to make sure that the player doesn't come in early and does sit out the correct amount of plays? Should it be more than, than three plays? Should it be to the end of the quarter? Should it be to the end of the current drive? Should it be for, to the end of the current drive and, and the next drive? That, that's, that's pretty nuanced and targeting, obviously, the same way. So I'm surprised as well. I, I saw that yesterday and I was like, dang. I mean, they haven't even played another weekend of games, which the only game this weekend is the great Army-Navy game. But when we don't we no faking going on in that game. No, real men only in this game. Exactly. Uh, so I, I'm with you. I was surprised that that they made it made it so quickly, changed the rules so quickly. But I, I just think it was so simple because it's so cut and dry. Like, you just got to get rid of it. And I, I thought it was smart for them to somewhat adopt the NFL rule of when you start to give yourself up, boom. Plays dead right there. Guys, I think I know why. Willie Taggart, Mayor Cristobal, Chip Kelly left Oregon. I think I know why, man. They're not going to win. They're not going to win big at Oregon. This is not going to happen. Too nice. Too nice at Oregon. You're too nice. I heard stories about Oregon fans coming to Tennessee, Tennessee fans. Oh, these guys are so nice, so nice. Not going to win and be nice. Since when have you heard of a school, college football, ask for permission to talk to a a coach at another school? What is this, the NFL? (laughs) When has a team said, hey, Hey, uh, hey, Oklahoma, we want to talk to Lincoln Riley if it's okay with you, if you don't mind. If you don't mind. Hey, um, hey, uh, Louisiana, we want to talk to Bill Napier if you don't, if you don't mind. Hey, uh, hey, Penn State, we want to talk to James Franklin if you don't mind. You don't ask for uh, permission. You just do it. You just do it. And if the coach doesn't want to come, you just shut up. You just shut up or you sign an extension. But you don't ask for permission. What is Oregon doing? Oregon – has asked for permission from UCLA to talk with Chip Kelly about their head coaching vacancy. No one of the Pac-12 is not going to win anything. Feel free asking for permission. 
What does it ask about? It's a gentleman's agreement, sir. I almost wonder if it's like a, a Pac-12 thing. It, it, this sounds like something the Pac-12 would make them do. They'll never win now. Never. Mm-mm. No. No. Which is crazy because they played in the national championship game last decade. Within the last decade. Asking for permission. And what is UCLA going to say? No. What are you going to say no? And what happens if he does it anyways? What are you going to do, fire him? If I'm Chip Kelly, I'd run back barefooted to Oregon. And last time I um, like remember, I don't think like the Chip Kelly Oregon stuff like ended on a high note, anyways. But hey, whatever. This will be the best possible scenario for Oregon if they got Chip Kelly. It would be awesome if they got Chip Kelly. He would be a better coach than Willie Taggart. Now, Mark yeah. Helfrich did take the Chip Kelly roster and build upon it and, and go play for a national championship, but this will be a this will be a great move if Oregon is able to get Chip Kelly and pry him away from the sissy blue UCLA Bruins. But I saw that asking for permission. <laughs> Are there any any rules in the SEC when it comes to coaching moves and recruiting? It's no. No rules. You don't ask for permission. You just do it. And then if it's you know it's dirty, it's all get out. You get caught. You just say you just say, "Oh, my bad. My bad. Well, you know, my bad." Volstorm says Oregon is trying to make Miami look worse, but no one cares. No. And then Mizuno golfer says fumbling through the end zone is garbage. Yeah, I know. I know. But don't fumble. I wish I could be in charge of college football for like a week. Don't, don't So many fumble. things would be changed. Just it's just crazy to me that the NCAA acted that fast. Of all the issues in the last decade that have taken forever to be changed or to be addressed. This is the rule that y'all took less than a week to change this is the rule i just found that funny um yesterday we had a whole conversation about damaris thomas and then he passes away um mm. just freaking weird but yeah I mean, we're talking about triple options and wide receivers and and um just wow just I mean, that really shocked me. I didn't even see it until I woke up in the middle of the night, like 3 o'clock this morning, and and saw that. And as we ended the show yesterday, Ben, I made a joke. We was joking about how he beat the Steelers, him and Tim Tebow. Mm-hmm. That's, which, that's the real reason you hate the slide rule, by the way, because a Pittsburgh quarterback did it. I mean, if it, if it had been any other quarterback around the country – I mean, it, it, Stetson Bennett or Kenny Pickett. I mean, it, it's a lot for you to what dislike. What does that have to do with anything? Nothing. Pittsburgh. It's not even the same team. I'm, it, I'm just messing with you because you always pick on my Steelers. No, I'm, I'm on your side today, man. I'm on your side today. But Demarius Thomas, Super Bowl champion, five-time Pro Bowler, passed away at the age of 33. Uh, the cause of, of death is unclear. Well, I just got a notification a moment ago that said that he had a seizure from a, a medical condition. 
I saw that he had a medical condition, but a Caesar is what it is. Okay. I didn't. I didn't see any other super details other than it was just a seizure. seizure. Mm, mm, mm. Damn, man, that's golly, that's that's thirty-three. That yeah. is very young, way too young. Yep. Way too young. Uh, Ricky B in. I think they say North Alabama. Oregon fans are nice. I went out to Oregon for the UT game. We met a group of guys at uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and invited them to tailgate. And got invited to tailgate with them. They were so nice, we invited them to play golf with us on Sunday afterwards. They text me for about five years afterwards talking football. My goodness. That is nice. That is nice. Met some Oregon fans. Got invited to go out to dinner or lunch. Then you got invited to play golf with them the next day. And then you've been talking to them ever since for five years. <laughs> that is cool. nice. That's cool. That is very nice. <laughs> That's why Oregon would never win. Ever. Chip Payne says, do you think Oregon talks with Brian Harson? I bet Brian Harson wants to talk to Oregon. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, Brian Harson. I'm calling. Hey. Y'all got room for an interview? Man, I got to get out of here. These folks down here are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> they out here rolling toilet trees of toilet paper. They out here way wasteful. That's a weird tradition. They are wasteful and crazy. I got to get out of here. And every time I go somewhere, Bo Jackson just staring at me with a bow and arrow. It's weird. I got to get out of here. <laughs> Gus Malzahn tried to warn me. I didn't want to listen. I just want the, the bag. I got to get out of here. I'm a West Coast guy. Florida Vol fans says, uh, but he hasn't done anything at UCLA. Talk about Chip Kelly. It's UCLA. I mean, who has done anything at UCLA? Rick Neuhausel? Was he the last coach at UCLA? Who has done anything at UCLA? Yeah, it, it, UCLA's been, it's been a long time since they've been even remotely competitive and they were kind of a dumpster fire when Chip Kelly took over. I mean they're they're still not good but eight and four. I think he's probably doing better than most. Yes. Eight and four. He's not doing a bad job. He's he's no. kinda got it rolling like Stokes just said. Who was the coach when uh, UCLA beat Tennessee? Was that New Heisel? Yeah. Was that yeah, nine? I think so. No, yeah. no, 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 not on. Or was it Kiffin's year? Yeah, it was yeah on, that was on nine. Yeah, they were. Uh, that was New Hassel, and um, they stunk that year after they beat us. They went seven and six. But yeah, New Hassel was a coach, and then Jim Mora was the coach before Chip Kelly. Jim Mora, Stokes' boy. <laughs> that boy crazy. <laughs> he something like, wrong with him. I think. Say what? I said something is wrong with him. Oh, no doubt about it. Like, I, I legitimately think he has mental problems. Like, how do you go from coaching the Falcons and then you admit that you you would want to coach the Washington Huskies? Like, well, no, you're not, you're not supposed to do that. And now he's coaching what, UConn? He took the Connecticut job. <laughs> what? It makes no sense to me. How do you go from coaching NFL to now coaching UConn? It makes no sense to me. Speaking of UConn, hey! 
them Georgia Tech Lady Jackets. Give them UConn that L. Gino that L. We like to see that. We got time for that. We got plenty oh, all day. We got pl- all day for that. Aaron says we played them in 08 and, and uh, in 09. That's right. We we played them in the, um, I think, in what the season opener in 08, wasn't it? Yes. Labor Day weekend? I believe so. Yeah, 27-24. They they beat us. Was that it the, was out there? The first game after your college career in 08? Mm-mm. My last year was 07. I mean, my last year was 06. I always think your last year was 07 for some and reason. And then 07, they played uh, Cal. Oh, okay, that's right. And took an L to Cal out that way. Mm-hmm. I always, for some reason, I always think your last year was 07. Mm-mm. 06 was the last year. So, yeah, we did play them in 08 and in 09, and Rick Neuhauser was the coach. It was his first year as coach. You want know, you know, to feel good about that that game in that season? UCLA went 4-8 and eight that year. One of their four wins was against us. Lovely. Yep. Yep, that was Neuhauser's first season on the job. And now he works for uh, CBS. Now he works for CBS. Does a pretty good job. 09 was Lane's first game against UCLA. That's when, like, we had all these turnovers. and It kind of felt like the, the basketball game in um, at the Garden. Why are you bringing up old stuff? Because, I mean, both of us are old. But it kind of felt like that where, like, the team kept trying to give you the game and you just didn't want it. And then you wound up losing late. That's kind of how it felt. Uh, LC Voss says, what do y'all think about Mays maybe coming back and the Evans situation with the NIL? Um, well, it doesn't sound like Zach Evans is visiting this weekend. Yeah. And that's telling. Yep, very, very, very telling. That tells you kind of what what's um, going to happen there and and – It's, I think it's really easy to speculate on. All right, was it was the NIL? Was it 100% NIL? And if it was, like, what fell apart? What happened? Because there was a time this week that Zach Evans was was visiting, but that all fell apart within the last couple of hours. And so he's not he's not visiting anymore, and so there is an understanding that the NIL is here, and I think Tennessee has embraced the NIL, mm-hmm. and you have to, but you can't be you can't be too out there and get yourself in trouble, and so. Some players may be asking for a whole lot more than what you're really willing to do. I don't really know. I truly do not know why that visit that was scheduled to happen didn't happen anymore. That's going to be a situation where I'll find out probably after the show. But during the show, I don't know. I don't know. As far as Kate Mays coming back, I think he should come back. 
And if I'm K Mays, I'm thinking about it. A couple times he went out with injury. Um, I think he can have a better year. I'm not saying this year wouldn't be good, but I think he, ha- he can have a better year, a year where he's more healthy. Uh, then you play another year with your brother. And then NIL-wise, you're going to make bank. You're going to make some money. So I think May should come back. I think he should really seriously consider coming back. My question with Cade is, do you push to play on the interior? (laughs) (laughs) I thought you ate some some spicy wings or something over there. I've been craving wings this week. I wish. Uh, Do you push to play on the interior? Because that's what you can play at the next level. Mm -hmm. What good does it do to come back and kind of play tackle? and try to improve as a tackle if, you, if you're going to play on the interior at the next level. Like, I mean, you go look at Dane Brugler's, how do you say his last name? Bugler's, his uh, top 15 positions that he put out this week. I mean, he had Cade as a top 15 interior offensive lineman. So I, I wonder if Cade pushes to play on the interior, although that, that would obviously boot Javante Braggins from the mix. What do you think about Cade coming back, Stokes? I'd love to see it. Oh, I mean, I'd love to see it as well. <laughs> I don't know if that's best for him. Um, I, I think it's, you know, he, he was injured towards the end of the season. Um, he, you know, he was, he was okay last year. He was, he was, you know, he was, he was good this year. Um, but dealt with some injury, and uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't know if it's, it's maybe time to, to go on ahead and see what the NFL has to offer, or I mean, if he feels that another year is going to help his draft stock, cool. Um, or if he just wants to, you know, he came back here for, he came to Tennessee for a purpose and wants to see that purpose realized, uh, more power to him. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't know, you're, you're, you could be playing with your money at that point. Yeah, I mean. I guess you could say he could be playing with his money either way because, you know, a couple injuries yeah. this season, um, maybe he didn't have the season that he expected to have. I think going to tackle was an opportunity for him to show his versatility. And it didn't kind mm-hmm. of play out the way he wanted wanted it to play out. And if you come back, maybe you, you play tackle again. And you have a better year at tackle where you are able to show your versatility, versatility off even more um, while being healthier while feeling better, and being in the second year of the system that everyone had to get used to this past season. Now you come back, um, you are another, you know, one of the leaders for another year, second year in the system, and you try to be a little bit more healthier. Sometimes the injuries thing is something you can't control, but that's what I would be thinking if I was if I was Kay Mays. Um, and as far as Hendon, I got every reason to believe that Hendon is is going to come back. Huh? What'd you say? I have every reason to believe that Hendon Hooker is coming back. Oh, nice. Unless I'm blindsided and I'm wrong, which, hey, it's a possibility. But I have every reason to believe that he is coming back. Got your Hendon Hooker jersey ready for next year, Stokes? 
I don't wear jerseys, but I'm 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 excited if he comes back. That's for sure. If Hendon Hooker said that the only way I'm coming back oh, is if Seth Stokes wears a jersey every single Saturday next year, my jersey every single Saturday next year, would you do it, Stokes? Why, why you do this then? <laughs> why why you do this? Because I like to. Because I can. Would I would I compromise my belief? To have Hendon Hooker come back, correct. And and you only have to. How about this? You only have to wear the jersey. Uh, it has to be on by kickoff, and you can take it off as soon as the the, the game clock hits double zeros. You know what? I I can't be bought, but I can be rented. So I think I would do it. I'm 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 glad that uh, you're going to make sure Hennon comes back. I'm glad you're giving your all for Tennessee this morning. There See, you Stokes, go. All you have done is allow Ben to swindle you because now you just want to wear the jersey because he was coming back regardless of you wearing the jersey or not. I ain't wearing the jersey. Well, this was a hypothetical. No. Hennon didn't come out publicly and say if correct at. Stokes WRD wears a jersey every Saturday during football season from kickoff till end of the game. I'm coming back. So you didn't say that, so I don't have to. Yeah, Hendo got time for that, man. Hendo is, no. is changing the world with scriptures. With book kids. by book. That's right. Book is that how book. you're supposed to pronounce your Twitter name, WORD? Because I've been saying Seth Stokes' word ever since you did it. Yeah, that's the WORD was the call letters of the, the station here and in uh, excuse me, in, in Greenville, and I tried to change it when I left. They told me I would I would lose the the check mark, and I kind of like having the check mark because uh. I'm not technically in the media anymore, but still I like having it. So I'm uh, I'm just keeping it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, I've always said Seth Stokes' word like when I read it in my head, that's so a, that's that's a, and that's fine. That's fine. Seth Stokes' words. That's that's. The words that I'm tweeting are Stokes' words. Look at work. Look, so at, work. look at Stokes trying to do anything and everything to keep that check. <laughs> trying to keep that check, man. I I'm just I'm keeping it, man. It, it's there. I'm just keeping it. I I didn't ask to get it, but now that I have it, it's like, what? Well, I won't give it up. So unless Hendon Hooker just, asks you to in order to come back next year, right? Oh my goodness! Stop <laughs> it. Terrible. Just stop. <laughs> yeah, but I. I, I I think Hendon will, will be back. Uh, I don't think Hendon is the type of dude that's going to make a big stink about it, make an announcement, and you know, get you know, get in front of the podium. And I don't think he's someone that wants to do that. Um, that's not who he is. He is super. He's super low key. He's super. He's simple. I mean, when you are, you know, someone that experienced what he experienced. Uh, Health scare, things get simpler, and I just think that he has told the, the, the most important people around him, which is his teammates, maybe some coaches, and his family knows. And boom, you're gonna move forward. Now anything can change, but again, I have every reason to believe that he's he's coming back. And if you are Tennessee. Boy, that changes everything 
with how you go out there and recruit from the transfer portal. Everything. I think you should be able to go out and get a receiver in the portal. And I saw where Jacob Copeland hit the portal. But I don't even know if I want Jacob Cop- Copeland, the receiver from Florida. No, 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 no. I am totally out. I, I got a text yesterday. Jacob Copeland, eyeballs emoji. And I was like, no, he's trash. I am good. He's a – He's a diva. You can't say it's trash. I was exaggerating with the trash, but I. I end up coming here, then you have to walk it back. See what I meant was. (laughs) No, I'll I'll flat out. I don't think he's. I mean, he takes out the trash. He's a trash man. (laughs) You know, it's trash day, and you know. I I was exaggerating with the trash, obviously, but I I do not think he is very good. I think he is a diva. I don't think he can stay healthy. He's never been consistent at Florida, and he has perform- underperformed his entire time at Florida. While having a Heisman Trophy-level quarterback on his roster until this year. I'll-, I'll give him a little bit of grace because Emory Jones really is trash, and that quarterback situation at Florida was trash this year. But I, d- I don't think Jacob Copeland's very good, and-, and if Tennessee pursues Jacob Copeland, I will be very confused. I, I don't want him. Is my point. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I thought, I, I, I thought he was overrated um, at Florida, and but his recruitment, his announcement is what is probably worth talking about more than his actual two years at Florida, to be honest. Um, and that's when he picked Florida over Alabama and Tennessee, and his mom had Alabama sweatshirt on and Tennessee <laughs> um, beanie on. And got up <laughs> and left the moment that her son picked up the Florida hat. And she didn't get up and leave and, like, just exit the frame without any drama. She got up and left and then walked in front of the table in front of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, she walked in front of the camera and left. She ain't, like, slide out the back and just kind of tippy toe out the frame. No, she walked out the frame, in the frame, and then back out the frame. <laughs> she embarrassed Copeland, man. She embarrassed him so much. But I, I'm i good. I'm, I think there will be other receivers that are better than Jacob Copeland in the portal. And if you are Tennessee, you should be able to go out there and say, hey, man, we got Henry Hooker back. Come on, man. Look what we did with Bayless Jones. Look what we did with Javante Payton. You may catch only seven passes, but those seven passes will be touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, hey, you may catch ten, but seven gonna be touchdowns. Come on. <laughs> I I I don't want Jacob Copeland. I, I was saying back during Florida Week and, and in August that I everybody was hyping up this Florida offense with Emory Jones leading the way and, and Jacob Copeland at receiver and, and I was talking back then that I didn't like Jacob Copeland. So even if Tennessee goes and gets him I will be very confused. I doubt I'll it. be a little nicer, but I, 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 I don't think he saw – yesterday, Stokes, Swain, and I had a conversation about needing to go out and, and get, a, get a transfer receiver to pair with Cedric for, for next season, and I do not believe Jacob Copeland is the answer. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so either. No. I don't think so either. Stokes, no, my friend, it's Friday. You got a job and you got stuff to do. Well, that's the truth. That is the truth. It's been a, it's been busy. <laughs> Got to get myself mentally prepared for the end of the week. You better get these Christmas shopping in, or you gonna mess around and 
not order in time. It's gonna be here New Year's Eve. Oh, that's 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 done. I'm done. I got well. I think I've got one more thing to pick up for one of the gifts. But that that's it. It's nothing I have to order. I just got to go pick it up. If you're ordering so, at this point, you're in trouble. Right. So no, everything is ordered. It's on its way. If it ain't already here, but I think everything is here except for one thing, and then I got to go to to uh, to the store to uh, just pick up one more thing, and then I'm I'm 100 finished. All right, Stokes. We will hear you back here soon. I'll be talking to you over the weekend. So take it easy, my friend. Yes, sir. All right, brother. Talk to you soon. We'll go to the text box after our top of our break. Swain event fueled by Dead End Barbecue. 